0: Okay, uh, let's get to our team of experts to help you back plenty of winners uh, between now and nine o'clock as we do our Sydney Rose Hill form preview. And firstly, I'll say good morning to Brad Gray. Morning to you, Brad.
1: Yeah, good morning, fellas. Good morning, all the listeners. So we wrap up this Everest carnival in a neat little bow today, don't we? And what a carnival it's been before we move on towards the hunter. And the gong at Newcastle and Ken Grange. But first things first, we've got five diamonds. Uh, is it as simple as the favourite? And you would like to think he'll get his chance and won't have a hard luck story to tell. And then you've got the golden gift where the top two practically lock away a spot in the golden super due to prize money. So we are coming towards the end, uh, but there's still a few winners to be found.
0: OK, and Andrew Hurley with us as well with all the tab markets. Much activity this morning, Hurles, from a betting point of view?
2: Yeah, morning, Anthony and
0: uh, everyone.
2: Uh, yeah, the, um, a couple of the early races are keen to butter up on these favourites, and then it gets a little bit uh, trickier and deeper as the uh, as the card wears on. But um, yeah, these days, I think punters uh, are creatures of habit, and we uh, just seem to see more and more that uh, people like making sure they get their prices early on Wednesday afternoon, the second sort of uh, markets come out. It's been the case with a couple of runners early doors as well.
0: Okay, let's dive straight into it then. We're behind the eight ball. We've lost a bit of time already. It's ten past eight. So race number one hurls is for the three year olds and up benchmark seventy eight. And we've got Touristic who comes up favourite.
2: And Timberness comes out with zero deduction here. Pretty settled trade. Three dollars for Touristic. Unanimous at ten dollars. Thirty four Mars a bit. New Republic twenty six. Spitfire, it's eight fifty, but we went up fifteen dollars on Wednesday. First light three seventy. Made by Khan eighteen dollars. Good luck to the team there. A couple of the boys from the Carryong Hotel uh, have a share in it. It's out from eleven dollars and rise to it. Well it went up two thirty. It's out the gates dollars uh, three fifty. So I'm not sure if there was a few slip of the fingers there, because uh, a couple of those fluctuations are pretty wild. But uh touristic currently a favorite at three dollars. Yeah, well, Made by Khan
1: goes forward. We know his pattern. Uh, The gamble is just whether he's going well enough. But he gets his chance today because he completely owns this race from out on top. Rise to it, holds the fence and holds the back of Made by Khan. And Spitfire shouldn't be too far away here, Duff.
3: Uh, Yep, um, I'm with Touristic here. I just thought... Uh, they may have got the wrong favourite We're doing the tips on Wednesday And I think that's been adjusted now So yeah, not as much confidence That's about his up mark, he's second up He might still um, Have improvement left up the sleeve But I just feel 1800 second up I know he's going to carry the 60 kilos But I, just to have to go with him With better performance on the board uh, First lights the danger On the back He was uh, pretty good running on behind Pej Merger. Uh, Last week, Uh, so I'm sure he's going to have a lot of supporters, even though he hasn't won in a long time, but he's got a few little gear changes to help him along uh, the way there. Rise to it, yep. Um, No knock from this stable when they get these young stayers uh, going through their grades. And with that big weight pull over um, over this distance, he certainly bears a lot of respect. And I'll throw in Spitfire, who's racing very consistently and gets in with that 53 after the claim here for the, uh, Olivia Chambers. Um, they might get a bit more of a cheer out today. The boys from the pub with Maybach can't. I agree. You know, the blinkers back on, leading on his own. He he, he could be worth a speck, but one six
1: nine and five. Yeah, one six two and nine for me. So similar numbers going with the class runner here, that being Touristic. You look at his first up run and you say, yeah, he was okay. But in the context of him being eight weeks between runs and just the one soft trial to bridge that, he was always going to improve. And the winner there, I know a star, was up and running and actually broke the track record uh, in that particular race. So. Yeah, I think he can only improve off that. He's the class runner here. And looking at the timing, he was an emergency uh, for the five diamonds. So this was always some kind of grand final for him. And this is a long, long way off of five diamonds with due respect to his rivals. Six first life, two and a half years since he last won. So he'll need to break a run of outs. uh, But... He finds a winnable race, doesn't he? Intent to be read into the backup. He loomed to win behind Pashmurga, just couldn't put the race away. Too unanimous. I know the form guide doesn't read like much. A lot of duck eggs there this campaign, but wide gates haven't helped there. I thought he was tacking on okay late at Randwick last start and rise to it. The knock originally was the price. Did go up $2.30 first market. Now we're out to $3.50, which is is probably more his mark. And I guess you can say about him is that he's made winning a habit, as in he's won three of his past four, albeit in an easier company. One, six, two, and nine.
0: Uh, Luke Marlowe's with the one as well. Touristic, one to beat six, five, and nine for Luke, who's covering for Darren Flindell, who's having a break. it would be great to hear Luke's calls at Rose Hill Gardens today. Race number two, Hurls, the Petaluma Handicap, three odds and up, benchmark 78, 2,400 metres.
2: Yeah, I think Darren's having a good time. I saw a photo this morning. He's with a couple of the American race callers in Vegas, of all places, so wow, well-deserved break. Well, there, what Darren. happens in Vegas... Yeah, well, that's right. He he put some photos up. Maybe they're just the editor doing the rule already. Might be the last you see
3: of the photos from Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Day day one's the day to take the photos. Absolutely, (laughs) it's us at the airport, and that's
2: it. okay so mars a bit comes out here goes around into the first zero deduction we have got kabosh now 460 on Wednesday 360 this morning the 21 casual connection que maker 460 Wednesday now seven dollars 460 now seven dollars father's day 360 370 now 340 for Spaycaster is our favorite 23 lady redwood Apache Bell 23 eighteen dollars for Twig men and Loving Chiller. Gee, we went up eleven dollars. Wushka, it's into five dollars fifty. In terms of dollars held, even though there's been that move to Loving Chiller, not necessarily off the back of money, uh kibosh dollar wise, getting the uh nod probably by a short
1: half head. Yeah, they're always tactical battles, aren't they? These benchmark 2,400-metre races, no different here. Father's Day, uh, he sparked back into form last time with an aggressive ride, so I can't imagine anything changes here with Rachel King in the saddle again. Uh, and Queenmaker, she's pretty versatile, but I imagine they push forward from the gate given she's a very fit mare now, Duff. Uh, yes, so he, look, um, I'm pretty hot on Kabosh here. I think it's a lovely
3: set-up for him. Uh, backing up at a mile-and-a-half where he's got quite a good record, I know he's got the 60 and a half to contend with, but I just feel the blinkers off. He was one run short last week. He just he was given every opportunity by uh, Amy McLucas, but he just, just wanted to overdo things when he did get that dig in the ribs, which he, you wanted to see from barrier one to hold that position. So a little bit more relaxed today from a wider draw, have last look at them. I just feel he's got the right form for this, and um, I'm put off a little bit by the market as far as saying... The stablemate's favourite, but I uh, suppose he's the danger, spaycaster. But I'll go with the uh, the proven open class form of Kabosh here to beat um, the stablemate spaycaster, who was good the other day behind Father's Day on the Kensington track. It was only a class one at Hawksbury prior to that, but at least he's lightly raced and has talent. And the market says that he's as good as chance as the stablemate. And Ten Loving Chiller, yeah, well she is well found now. She's going well. And it's the right time to try her at 2400. And Lady Redwood, there's big odds. Um, she's got quite, she's got a, um, you know, a, a backup here winning uh, two straight and a, an informed meg who I think um, she's already proven at 2400. So I, I think she's overpriced here.
1: Um, I think he's the better of the day. Uh, one, six, ten and seven. Yeah, I've gone six, five, seven, and one Six spaycaster. So he was 47 weeks between runs prior to making his first uh, appearance there for Chris Waller. So that was back in, in August. And I think he just needed those three ones. With the benefit of hindsight, that's easier to see now. But since then, he's hit his form. I know he's deep into a campaign technically, but I think he's only starting to hit his straps now. He was a good winner at Hawkesbury. I know that was only a class one. That was two starts ago. But he really cleared out from third with his stable mate. Yet he moves. Uh, and then was probably just beaten by the pattern on the Kenzo last time out. So I think he gets the chance to turn the tables on Father's Day and with his upside um, in his corner. Father's Day, I found him a very hard horse to judge here because he hadn't done a lot prior to, to last time out where he went straight to the front. And apparently they threw him over some some jumps and uh, sparked him back into form because he showed something uh, early doors in Australia uh, as a promising stay that could have gone through the grades just lost his way completely but if he backs that up again he's going to be hard enough to chase down I agree with Lady Redwood I think she's the best ruffie in the race at least she's got a turn of foot and she's in winning form so did a good job there at Gosford last start made a, a wide sustained run and was four weeks between runs and back in trip and one kibosh yeah I can see why uh, Duff likes him, he's hard enough to beat, sense of timing, finds weller and on class, he has to be somewhere in the finish. 6-5, one
0: yeah, Luke Marlow agrees, Spaycaster on top in race two, horse number six to beat one, five, and four. Race number three, the tab handicap, fillies and mares, 78 for the three yards and up 1,100 metres, Hells. Queen of the Mile comes out two by one,
2: the deduction. It's just a fairly small field here of seven. Miss Hellfire, $360 or $370, dollars Magic. Spirit Queen $380, $41 Cross the Ubi- Unicorn. I'll go again. Cross the Rubicon. Eagle Nest $290. $10 with Kiki. And Smiling Prophet $31. You'll only ever get honesty out of me in terms of what's happening with markets. Absolutely zilch on this. This is a really quiet betting race. I haven't touched it.
1: Yeah, interesting. I guess maybe Eagle Nest went up pretty short. Maybe the punter's just keeping the powder dry, wanting to back her once she gets out the touch. But speed-wise, you've got Dollar Magic, who looks to hold the fence here. Uh, she's a, a very fit mare. Drawn Barry, too, she's not going to waste that. Back to 1,100 metres. Rose Hill, 1,100 metres straight to the front. And Eagle Nest is the other horse that will carve across and keep her company. And you'd think that Miss Hellfire gets a lovely trail just in behind here, Duff. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a bit of a head-scratcher race, but
3: it does look a beautiful set-up. She's a nice mare. Uh, she's trialled well behind that um, Kiwi first up winner the other day of Gays and Adrians. Barrier one, claim. Um, a bit to like about her, I would have thought. I think there's plenty of dangers. I've thrown in the value runner as Waikiki here. I think she's finished for two runs back. She did beat Eagle's Nest last preparation at Warwick Farm. And I think she'll be very strong uh, late here with 53 kilos on her back. Spirit Queen, well, we don't know. Um, you know, a lot about her form, but it was solid in Queensland before coming, having a first run here for the Ma Eustace team. Probably over an unsuitable distance there, so I think she has to be there somewhere. And Eagle's Nest, how can you doubt her? She's obviously come back a much stronger mare. And ask me why I haven't put Dollar Magic in, I don't know, because she's so genuine and she's just going to do her thing. So it's one of those races, seven runners, and at, at least five good chances here. One, seven, three, and five.
1: Yeah, I'm with her as well here, Miss Halfway. One, two, three, and five. are so pretty much down the board. Her first up record, I think it's a little bit deceptive. I know she has a one up in the past, but last preparation, beaten a length first up over the 1,300 metres at Warwick Farm in a pretty deep race. And the campaign prior to that, she ran fifth in the Rosebud against the Colts. So as Duff touched on the way she's trialled this time back. I know she's only had the one trial, but alongside I'm in to win, suggests that she's going as well as ever. And then the cherry on top is just how well she maps. If she can hold the fence here and... And hold that spot in behind Dollar Magic. Uh, no excuses from there. Two Dollar Magic, I think she's going to be the hardest one to get past. Uh, so she's fourth up here. I like the scenario. Back to 1,100 metres. Rose Hill, 1,100 metres. Leaders are obviously hard to chase down. And, and fourth up, she's a very fit mare. Three, Spirit Queen. Uh, Charge time into second at the midweeks. First up, 1,000 metres was probably on the on the sharp side. So 1,100 metres second up looks to suit. and. You look through her Queensland form when she was trained up there, uh, and there's a bit of depth to it, and five, Eagle Nest. Uh, She's a progressive filly. The knock there was the price, but all indications are that you're going to get better than the current $2.90. One, two, three, and five.
0: Luke Marlow rounds out the trifecta for number one, Miss Hellfire. He's got it on top. Race three, one, five, three, and seven are Luke's selections in the third Race number four, Tab Highway. Uh, this one for the three-year-olds at Class 3 level. Surprise, surprise. Matt Dunn with another favourite. Just before I come to you, Hurls, I ran some stats on Matt Dunn in highways through the week uh, for one of the programs we do on Sky Thoroughbred Central, News Central. Now, he was allowed back into the highways in mid-July or early July as it was after a six-month period where he had to wait it out after relocating up to... Mwilembar, back to bar Since early July, since Matt's been back in the highway system, there's been 18 tab highways. He's had 14 runners, and he's won eight of them. Wow. He's got the favourite again. Wow.
2: Well, it might be a few trainers wanting turfed again, I'd say, the way he's going. When uh, putting takeout dogs <laughs> in recent weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it. Um, all right. Want this market here at <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go for it. <laughs> all right uh sumptuary six by eight deduction exit numia one by one zero extra smarts. Marty, one by three best intent and louis legacy at zero leaves us up the top here with rajanis and it's a 13 dollars chance out from eight dollars on wednesday the dramatist went up eleven dollars It's seven dollars this morning 19 for i'm a true star sonic tycoon 100 to one nine dollars unrelenting Bentaki is an $8 chance. We go down to our orator at 51 Dream Inherit at $31. Matthew <clears throat> done with Bandasher. it's $5. The good move early doors, Noel Mayfield-Smith. Monty Allender, or Outlander rather, went up $15. It's now joint favourite at $5. Call Me Louie is a $14 chance. Go-Gazza, $61. Diaby at 11 and 41 Miss Jennifer, 21 Montebello's Charm, went up 51 there and Hearn Hill at $81. Well, the best back to runner has been Monty Outlander. Uh, actually, I one Mayfield Smith. Bring me horses to town these days, but he's got the uh, joint favourite.
1: Yeah, the punters have found, Monty, haven't they? Uh, it's been good in the past couple of runs. So speed-wise, uh, I think there's enough here to keep them honest and give every runner their chance. You've got Zebi going forward, Bentaki. Unrelenting can be closer today, and the two others that I think might roll the dice is Rajneesh out to the 1,400 metres and call me Louis Duff
3: yeah this is um this is hard this is hard we've had a couple of highways lately lately that haven't been as hard there's been you know the highway form that stood out and the matt dunn horses that have stood out and bits and pieces here that it's just very very hard to line up so i've ended up with the with dramatist he needs a lot of luck to go his way but I just thought that first up run behind Bandy's boy was excellent. 1,400 suits him better. He's got good second up form. He just needs... Rhys Jones needs to get a bit of luck on him. I know it's not easy, uh, but, you know, just with that little jar out of the track, uh, maybe it might help horses running on to a certain extent. Uh, I think Van Dasher has to be putting in just with the uh, with the, the done factor alone. And he's... um. Not easy from the draw, but this Queensland <clears throat> this Queensland form has been shaping right up in these highways. Seven Bantaki is um, is been pretty good, winning two of three at home of late, and he's lightly raced and just that draw uh, gives him an edge. And best of the rest is Rajnitcha. I was expecting to be scratched with no rider all week because he was pretty good there, uh, this ex-Victorian. I think uh, Cameron's got him going pretty good. $13 seems acceptable. Monty Outlander is an interesting one. He, he runs All his runs for the new stable have been outstanding, and Noel's such a terrific trainer, and, and getting here with 53 kilos with plenty of support, I suppose he deserves a lot of respect. 2, ten, 7 and 1.
1: Yeah, I've gone with one here, so yeah, like you, Duff, I was wondering what was going on here with no jockey, but Jason Collett, a late alteration there, so uh, he's done well. 62 kilos, he has to carry the full 62 kilos, but he's had the three runs at 1,200 metres, and I think that's just told. Uh, I know he didn't have a lot of room there last time out, but look at his form when trained in Victoria, and he did win out to the mile and did it from right on top of the speed. He actually led that day, so yeah, I think fifth up now, 1,400 metres, Goes forward, very fit horse. I'd be surprised if he's not somewhere in the finish at double figure odds. Two, the dramatist comes through that same Bandy's Boy Highway handicap form reference. That's a strong Highway. Uh, because we've seen what Bandy's boy has done since. So he was the one with the flashing light. He came from near last to Rattle home into fourth, and he was only first up there. So more to come. 1400 metres suits now on the strength of his trial ahead of his return. He looks to have come back as well as ever. The gamble is just how far he's forced to get back from the draw. 12, call me Louie. I thought he was great five weeks ago. A little freshen up since then. Uh, he was only beaten three lengths, and that was despite travelling four and five deep throughout. That was behind Chase My Crown. Uh, he's a pretty good benchmark for these highways, and Bandasher. You do have to respect him, albeit I think you're paying a, a little bit of a, a Matt Dunn tax now, aren't you? $5. I found him a hard horse to get a line on confidently, but he's, he's likely raced and there's more to come from him. 1, 2, 12 and 10.
0: Luke Marlowe's going with number 2, The Dramatist in race 4. 2 to beat 11, 1 and 10 from Luke in the 4th. Race number 5 is the Midway. Three rods and up, benchmark 72 over 1,200 hurls. Shadow of Love favourite.
2: Yeah, it's uh well we get to race five longer the uh shortest price favourite of the day thus far and it's now at a quote of two dollars thirty. Uh deductions here, Sidon Ruler at six by six, the deduction there, impact uh star zero and Burnett three by two. Flying Destiny nine fifty, Byron eighteen, twenty three Cuban Grand Gran Chico, five dollars Improved six already this morning, vindication. Eight fifty is seven fifty, another cognac. We went up twelve dollars on Wednesday. Black Duke twenty six. Twenty six Bowery Breeze. Divine Breath fifty one. Forty one Lemaire. Sumo Star. Now it we up went up four eighty Wednesday. Got to six fifty now six dollars. Our favorite Shadows of Love at two forty to two dollars and thirty cents. Tommy Berry for Kingmore, uh, looking to go one better up. his five. Cloudland uh, last start. Yeah, it's all about early intent here as
1: far as the speed goes. You can probably make a case for four or five different runners to potentially take up the running. Uh, so Sumo Star, John Barrier 1, albeit first up. Uh, Byron coming across from the gate, 1,200 metres first up. He's more of a 1,400-metre prospect. Shadows of Love has got speed. I think they'd like to take a sit if they could. However, if she finds herself in front, you wouldn't be surprised. Flying Destiny, Cuban Gran Chico, and even Vindication. There's a t- decision to be made there from the wide draw as well, Duff.
3: Uh, yeah, and... Um yeah, that's just yeah. You're right. It's it's hard to make a definitive view of, of who actually does take up the running here. I just think it. Although she's short enough, but Shadows of Love looks a beautiful race for her. She just parks wherever she wants to here. Um, <clears throat> Tommy will pace her. The timing's right. Third up, ready to go, and has to be the go-to horse. I I feel unless Sumo Star is well fancied, he's um looking at the trial, looking a stronger horse. Um, just needs to get the tick off from the yard I would have thought to run well Flying Destiny will keep chipping away he likes to <clears throat> be aggressive early and he has that draw to do that again and I'll throw in another Cognac to run on although unproven at 1200 he hasn't been tried at it and it's the right time to do it 12, 11, 1 and 6
1: yeah, I'm with her as well uh, Poseidon Ruler I was keen on his chances he's been scratched unfortunately so I have to wait another day for him so 12-1 3-5 no excuses now is there so third up toe in the ground lovely gate uh, Loom to win the race there last time out maybe she was half a run short I'm not too sure but no excuses whatsoever here third up last preparation she was first past the post against Alentia uh, and then was denied that on protest. So one, Flying Destiny. I think he profiles as the danger. No luck in Midway Company. Two back. Then last, uh, he just sat close to a, a pretty fr- 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 frantic early speed and just knocked up late. So forgive him that. Uh, he maps to get a lovely run just in behind the speed. Three, Byron. Whether he's quite ready first up, I don't know. But... Uh, Lee Curtis this morning was quite bullish in terms of how well he has returned. His trials have said as much, and 5, Vindication. Would have been keen on his chances had he drawn a gate. i do not know where he gets to in the run. 12-1, 3-5. OK,
0: uh, Luke Marlow in race 5 is going with the 11, Sumo Star. 11 to beat 12, 4, and 7 in race number 5. Race 6, the Hot Danish stakes, one of our features for the fillies and mares at Group 2 Level 3-year-olds and up 1,400 metres. Phil's.
2: Yeah, it's small field, but it's uh, full of quality. Royal Merchant, no luck last start. It's a Group One winner. It's two sixty, makes a favourite. Three dollars in from three thirty. Roots, fine point, twenty six to twenty three. Call die went up two eighty Wednesday. It's now three eighty chance. Dalcini at fifteen. Mirror View twenty three, and Russian Conquest at fourteen. Roots the most popular runner. It's three thirty into three dollars, although Raw Merchant. At 260, Duff, you loved Hot Danish as much as I uh, did and I'll never forget the quote you said one day about Hot Danish that she had uh, ripped up the old carpet and put down the new floorboards. At <laughs> and they're still there.
3: <clears throat> they're still there. They were, they were, good, <laughs> they were good floorboards and <laughs> uh, I, haven't, I haven't been have, have to replace them and, and there's no uh, dust in you, the joint.
1: I, I remember that quote
2: as if you said it
3: five minutes ago. I was absolutely <laughs> hysterical. Oh, wasn't she a beauty? Yeah we a are, beauty. We're all, we're all down in Melbourne, and we're all bloating up on this thing for three days, and she did the job. she's a She was a beautiful mare, wasn't she?
1: She was. Yeah. She was a superstar. Speed here, guys. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, again, a race that comes down to intent doesn't it? So Royal Merchant can race closer. We heard from Gerald Ryan this morning, Duff, when you posed the question would you be against called eye-leading? And the answer was a pretty definitive no. So um, that could be a plan there to go forward. Mirror View has got speed if they want to use it. So yeah, a bit up in the air here as far as tactics go.
3: Yeah, look... um I'm a bit worried now. I thought, uh, well, I called, I'll just take control of this race anyway. But then Peter, we have Peter Snowden, and i better go forward on my two as well. Mm. And this is what this does. You know, when we're all getting the same, um, you know, racing and sports maps or stewards maps, and they're saying slow speed, everyone's getting the same things, and they try to ride to them. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> so I... Maybe you give Royal Merchant and Roots more of a tick now that if a few do want to show some intent. But I, I'm happy with her. She's adaptable, and uh, I'll leave it at Nash to do the right thing. I know she's only one run, one, one from ten, and here she is, level weights against Group 1 winner. But I just think the timing's right for her to you know, run you a big race here. No confidence, really. I think it's a tricky little race. Royal Merchant... look. Look, well, she's the one that's beautifully placed, and there's nothing wrong with a lead-up form here. Um, big improvement second up behind Espiona, and bang, ready to go here third up 1400. Roots, yes, a little jarry out of the track is real positive for her today. Um, her real good forms on the just that soft, and the blinkers go on today. Just that inconclusive run last time and del goes in i think she'll uh, overachieve again here and have something to say if they want to stub their toe four one two and five.
1: Oh, yeah here we go pay the believers Delcini on top uh her no, conviction is that strike rate one win from the 20 start so five four one and two and then you've got to throw into the mix that she hasn't started any shorter than 41 dollars in her three runs back so of course there are red flags but Given her rivals here, uh, you can tie all the four men. She clashed with Royal Merchant and Call Die in the niverson second up, and was by far the best run I thought in the race. Now, she was good there by Magic Time Paracel. Granted, Royal Merchant did carry a bit of weight, fifty nine kilos, and then the gate proved costly in the invitation uh, for Dal He Probably f- should have finished closer again. So at the price, I want to be with her. She punches up from barrier one, smokes the pipe, uh, and gets the last look for Call Die. Had no luck in the Tristark three weeks ago at Caulfield. Should have. They're fighting out the finish, if not winning, finds Shrewella. She's versatile in terms of where she can sell in the run, and she deserves a win. Uh, she's been racing really well at the moment. One Royal Merchant, is she the one with more to come, potentially? She was only second up into the invitation. Maybe that just told at the finish. No excuses now, fitness-wise, and she's the best weighted horse here, given the set weights profile and two Roots, Little query in terms of how well she's going at the moment, but she's just lacked for a bit of early speed, and that's proved costly, first and second up. Now, with no speed in this race, uh, she can land up considerably closer and, and get a chance to, to bounce back. Five, four, one, and two.
0: Luke Marlowe going with race six, horse number two, roots to beat four, one, and six. First leg of the quaddy, which is the Inglis Golden Gift for the two year olds, open at set weights over the 1100 metres worth $1 million in prize money. And Shangri La Express is the favourite. Hurls. Yeah, and uh,
2: Graham comes out three by four. Vinero also comes out, but zero deduction. Leaves us up the top with Chengri La Express now into 215. We went up 250 on Wednesday. Rue de Royal at 11. dollars Lamentum at 23. Scampi 650 to 7 back to 650 this morning. Volatile 9 to 850. Climatic 23. That's outstanding at 151. dollars 101 for Thunderous. War Council thirty four. Eleven dollars Miss Judas went up eight dollars Wednesday. Arts Alive twenty three. Fifteen Bennett being single. Petawawa is a fifty one dollar chance and nineteen Trafalgar Square. Dollar wise, Express uh does hold the call. Cool. Pretty much overall double the amount of money invested on the race for today. Uh Scampy's been quite popular. Yeah, well, now Trafalgar Square's
1: in the field. Does that make it even trickier for this favourite? You could argue yes, because she's Mm. looked quite sharp in her trials. So $2.15, I would have thought that's a bet. Had he drawn a gate, the gamble is where he's going to get to in the run. So you've got the stalemate better being single drawn underneath. She showed good gate speed, over 1,000 metres on debut. Trafalgar Square, arts alive, holds a lovely spot from the inside. And uh, Rue de Royale, same, uh, from barrier Two Duff. Yeah,
3: tricky as far as we're, uh, we're, we're working off no runs or just one run here, so we haven't really stabilised the form. The vibes are out there, the feelings are out there that he might be the real thing, Shangri-La Express, but we all know we've got hard luck stories, 1100s, Rose Hill from wide draws. So he might be far too good for them, Well, I'd, I'd rather sit and wait and find out than everyone wants to tell you, even the stables saying he's the real thing but I wish Collett was on, Scampy. I'm not saying you know, Gibbons is not going to do the job but I just think he's done all the groundwork on the horse and all of a sudden he's, he's happy to stick with Miss Judas who um, Shangri-La Express had the wood on at its first start so I don't know if there's other underlying issues why um, Collard isn't riding, Scampy, but I'm happy to give him another chance. Um, they put the tongue tie on. They said he pulled up you know, with a poor post-race recovery. Two brilliant trials, trials either side of that one run. I know race form is where, where we should be judging him, not barrier trials, but he's just looked too good to me. So I've got him on top. I think Volatile's a similar situation. He's a lovely style of horse. He didn't have a lot of room to move in that Breeders' Plate, and he's also gone along nicely in that trial since... The favourite, yep, he's going to be hard enough to beat, but you'll know your fate. Well, you won't know your fate after a couple of hundred metres, but you'd you'd be a lot more comfortable if he does clear them. And I am very keen to have a look at Trafalgar Square here, number 15. I love the two trials. She was very green, the first one. She, she learnt a lot going into that second one. And I think she's I think she's got talent. Uh, so it might be a uh, We saw David... Uh, Payne have one of this last year, what was that was it Mahaba or something, was it uh, Brad I think? It, yeah it, it was Mahaba, it, it was as yeah, Grass. It looked a very very similar type here Four, five, one, and 15
1: Yeah I've got 1, 11, 12 and 4, not a lot of meat on the bone, did it just go $1.90 then Hurls, La Express maybe you can just check beg your pardon, sorry what was that buddy? Did it just go $1.90 just um, before my eyes here, La yeah, Express Yeah back,
2: yeah Yes, it has. $1.90. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Look, I couldn't see it starting in the red, to be honest.
1: No, you think the bookies would be inclined to take some kind of risk where he's drawn, but that's the gamble, isn't it? I think if he crosses without doing too much work, uh, he wins. He put the writing on the wall there first up that he's the best hero we've got so far. In Sydney, uh, and his strength through the line over the 1,000 metres says that he'll eat up 1,100 voters. He was a bit of a juggernaut the way he, he tacked the line and just kept charging through it. So onwards and upwards for him. 11, Miss Judas. Uh, I like that little tick off from Jason Collett to say that he sticks. Now, a few things probably have to go wrong for the favourite. For her to turn the tables on Shangri-La Express but looking at her pedigree uh, she probably shouldn't be doing what she's doing over a thousand meters so 1100 meters suits and if the speed's on uh, she'll get last look 12 arts alive she's a mat horse in the race did a few things wrong herself on debut that was at the midweeks but i think she bumped into a pretty good one in sovereign hill she'll truck up the fence uh, and get a chance to run into the money and four scampi a very hard horse to assess and i'd monitor any market confidence but hard to not be impressed by the way that he's trailed since having excuses there first up. one eleven twelve 12 and 4.
0: Luke Marlowe's with the one as well. Shangri-La Express in race 7. Numbers 1, 4, 11 and 5 from Luke. Race number 8, our feature race. The 5 Diamonds for the 5-year-olds worth $2 million. 1,800 metres hurls. And the Queenslander, he's firmed up a little bit this morning, Antino.
2: Yeah, into uh two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, tell you Well we went up a generous price at four sixty if you like it. And it's been two eighty into two fifty this morning. Uh Hinge comes out zero the win, one cent the place. We've got you two by zero. Uh for Lassafile and Touristic come out a zero deduction. Converge, absolutely friendless, eleven dollars out to twenty six since Wednesday. Palmetto, similar story, eleven out to twenty one. Four sixty, two eighty, now two fifty Antino your mouth back up from uh, Caulfield, and round in the Caulfield Cup. It's 14 out to 15. Jimi Hendrix, uh, gee, this is an interesting runner. It's a $13 chance. 8 to 9.50, Democracy Manifest. Hope in your heart, 17 to 18. Zoom on, 21 to 23. Detonate Jack, went up 15 Wednesday, 9.50, now $10. $8 into $7, unspoken. Waterford, 15 to 17. Regal Lion, 200 to 1. Twenty one Faulkner Park and St Lawrence is a thirty one dollar chance. Uh been support today for Huya Mao and also Democracy Manifest. Antino still holds the call. Just see a better four and a half thousand at three dollars on roots, incidentally. Uh, and then we go down to yeah, a little bit of support for Detonator Jack. Is there a query about the eighteen hundred with this favorite Carlos? Well I guess there
1: has to be naturally, doesn't it? because he's never run the trip tough.
3: No, exactly. You know, there's, you know, you wouldn't. You're going to trust it. Tony knows what he's doing, and he's been very competitive at a mile, and um, got the draw to take the thing. But just, it's a price angle. It's a price angle. It's, um, uh, like I said, I would have been tipping it at 460, but you know, you're getting half of that.
1: Well, he's going to get his chance where he gets to in the run. The way I read this race was that Zoom on leads, Huyamala mate, comes across, unspoken, uh, showed enough their speed there last time out to probably get across Converge and Antino in the early stages. And the same can be said for Palmetto, who might find the fence again just in behind the speed. Then that third pair, you've got Converge and Antino using those low draw stuff. What
3: Antino has done here is just made it so attractive for a lot of runners in the market if he does stub his toe. A lot of horses need luck here. Obviously, drawn wide, and there's horses you would have been tipping from better draws, like you know, horses like Waterford's had his n- written name written all over this race for a long while, and then you see Barrier 18 and just go, you put the line through him, and you know, there's all different ways you can um, dissect this race. But I just, I've been on designated Jack last time. I thought he was very, very good, and I think he just keeps looking like he wants that touch further. And he gets it today. Uh, not on a real hard track. I think that suits him. Uh Colin will just smother him up midfield. He's got an acceptable draw. And although he's you know, he's fifteen into ten, but I just feel still feel he's top pick. I know he's got a wide draw and probably has to take his medicine early for the park, but twenty to one um he was enormous, I thought, off the break last time, and, and I think he's. A, we all know he was. A, he's a progressive type of horse, so we don't know where his ceiling is yet. Maybe we find out today. And Tino, very talented. He's a, you know, he's nine wins from thirteen, and could easily be a few more. Um, just a price angle, but I'm not knocking anyone that thinks he'll he'll win. And Palmetto, again, the forgotten horse goes around big big odds every time. Just tick him off getting the box seat run again, and he's thriving. He is thriving now. That horse. What else do we want to say here? Who your miles? One of mine. I get it. Jimmy Hendrix I'm terrified of. And then if the if the Wallapier have luck from their wide draws, Democracy and 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 um, Waterford, they have to be considered. And unspoken, beware the unbeaten horse this prep. I don't know. 11, 16, three and two. There's plenty of value across the board.
1: Yeah, the price has gone now, Antino, but he is the horse to beat the market, says as much. So, as we say, he's got around 1,800 metres, but he gets the right setup to do that deep into a campaign. He's had a few grand finals this preparation, I can see that, but at least he was holding his form to be in the finish again. So, beaten in a photo in the Tourac, unlucky in the Crystal Mile behind Prowess. The strength of that form speaks for itself, doesn't it? Who you, Mel? Uh, touching on him, I thought he was the best ruffie in the race. $15 looks a big price. It's going to go either one or two ways for him. Uh, he's either going to be a little bit flat from that Caulfield Cup run or he bounces off that. And I do like the fact that there is three, three weeks between runs and he did go around $10 in a Caulfield Cup. He rode the speed there, a brutal speed, uh, and was entitled to knock up the finish. You yeah, go, but he's run prior to that where he's just touched off by Montefilia at Rose Hill over the 1,900 metres. So he'll glide across, uh, use his, his natural speed and, and settle handy. Yeah, he can run a race uh, if that last start just hasn't taken the edge off him. To Palmetto, he's a horse that I've continued to underestimate. He was great there in the Five Diamonds Prelude, given that it was a race set up for the closers. Uh, he was the best of the on-speed survivors, and he was there sticking his nose out when it counted. And again, he maps to get the run of the race. So he's hard to knock, and the same can be said for Unspoken. How do you poke holes in him? Uh, he's got the picket fence. This is harder again. Full of confidence, tail in the air. And he showed last time out that he can settle just about anywhere in the run and be effective. 3, 4, two and 12. All
0: right, guys, as you come back to me, I haven't walked into an early 2000s disco with Britney Spears in the background. They've just turned the speakers <laughs> on here at Rose Hill Gardens. And it, I feel like I've walked into a early 2000s nightclub. It is humming. Um... Luke Marlow <laughs> with well, the five diamonds going with
3: Hasn't the blower turned up Go on Duff Hasn't the blower turned oh, up Oh not yet? yet He's not far <laughs> off he, yeah.
0: If it's not one thing it's something else isn't it? Uh, they've just cut the music, thankfully, but the blower will be next. You can you can guarantee that. That'll be the best bet of the day. Uh, race number eight for Luke Marlowe. He's got the three on top, which is Antino. Three to beat six, seven, and 14 in race number eight. Yeah, They've cut it just for the moment, but you wait the mower or the, the blower will turn up next. Race number nine is the Ranvet Handicap here. Hurls uh, benchmark 78 for the three-year-olds and up 1,400 metres.
2: Yeah, knocked around by scratchings here. Handle the truth. Two cents the win, zero the place. Twelve by eleven Russian Conquest, running bears zero, three by four, sorry, and Louis Legacy uh zero. Gringo's is a two sixty chance and makes a favorite. Absolutely landed a stack of its last start when winning. Atmosphere, three fifty to three ten. Felix Majestic six dollars. Mars mission on the quick backup, three sixty, three forty back to three sixty. Timpanus 31 or Machiavellian uh, 34. Love for all three of uh, these favourites. As far as the nod is concerned, it's actually with Mars Mission. I thought it was very good last Saturday.
1: Yeah, he was, wasn't he? So 1,400 metres, quick turnaround. He won't get the same speed to suit here, but by default, he parks up a little bit closer. So we've only left with six runners. So a battle of tactics here. Felix Majestic has got speed. Fourteen hundred metres, Nasherella on third up, Atmosphere. I imagine there'll be some urgency in the early stages with him and Mars Mission. Just holds the fence stuff.
3: Yeah, four, four really popular horses here, isn't there? So I'm with Gringo. He, I think he's a nice horse on the up, doing a good job. He finds a suitable race again. I would prefer to touch further for him, and he does have the sixty-one. So um, top pick, but um, not a uh, no. No real confidence about the race. I think atmosphere obviously is well fancied in the market here after opening up six earlier in the week before scratchings. Um, he's just a little tight for clear running there in that race the other day, and 1400 much more to his liking. That form, there's been a couple come out and run well with Capastrada and Dala Lat, and the appeal is right there. And then if we're a good four by this stage of the day, it I think it's Advantage Village Majestic because he's the one that might be the, should, should be a touch shorter because he probably gets control here and I'm expecting a much better run with a couple of kilos swing around with Gringo there and best of the rest I thought was Mars Mission who got all the favours last week but there's no reason he won't get them again. One, two,
1: five, and 6. Yeah, with 2 atmosphere and certainly buoyed by the support this morning, $3.10, he's Going to go off favourite, nearly the way this yeah. market's trending. But two six one and five, nice sense of timing about him. Third up, fourteen hundred metres. Uh, stayed at twelve hundred metres a couple of weeks ago, and that just told. You could see when the sprint went on, he just didn't have that turn of foot. Uh, so fourteen hundred metres suits now, and you go through his form through last campaign. If he finds his best from there, uh, he's the horse to beat. Hawaii five zero, Kovaliko, Brazita, just to name a few. Six miles mission, tail in the air. Doesn't get the same race shape here, but uh he's obviously returned well and you don't have to hold that form to be hard enough to beat again one gringotts uh he didn't have the race shape to suit last time out so the win was better than it reads on paper again he's gonna have to overcome a bit of a sticky gate here and what shapes to be another sprint home and five felix majestic i think the big tick for him is back to rose hill where in the past he's done his best racing two six one and five but yeah it's a race of four chances and i couldn't talk you out of any four of them
0: Okay, Luke Marlow going with number five on top, Felix Majestic, five to beat one, two and six in race number nine. Okay, our last race, race number 10, the Roseville Bowling Club Handicap, three hours and up, benchmark 78, 1200 metres here. Hurls talks through the market?
2: Dollar Magic comes out, zero the deduction, Spirit Queen nine by nine. Flashing Steel is a thirty four dollar chance. Forty one for Esperito. With your blessing, five fifty to six dollars, went up six fifty. Uh plundering four eighty. Four twenty to four dollars for Contemporary. Wizard of Oz nine fifty. Forty one to fifty one running bear. And Gusto Sissimo is the favorite at two thirty and pretty much holding its mark right throughout the trade. However, uh, the most popular runner has been Contemporary Holmes. Oh, well what's um, yeah, overall, today uh, holds more than the favourite and just narrowly behind uh, the favourite since the market opened.
1: This is another race, isn't it, where you can poke a few little holes in the favourite and he's making the market at the moment, but he's going to get his chance, 52 kilos, he'll roll forward, uh, he's returned to Gelding this time in and he's executed well, so he'll make his own luck along with Esperito. Wizard of Oz is the other speed horse, so a small field, uh, but those three should ensure the tempo is genuine enough. He does. Yep.
3: Um, yeah, it's another one. We've got these last three or four races today where there's three or four chances in small fields and they're just hard to dissect. But I think the, the hole in the market is with, with your blessing here. He's a lovely big strong horse. And after watching him the other day and looking at him parade and all that sort of stuff, I said, I want to be on you wherever you go next. And here we are at 1200 metres in quite a suitable race. Now he's got a, enough weight, but. Yep, I think he should be shorter than $6. So he's on top. I think the danger is plundering. Uh, as Annabelle said this morning, there was a report put out yesterday that he just got cast having a roll yesterday, but just superficial uh, wounds. There's always been cleared, and I'll probably have another look at him once he gets on track, but I, I wouldn't expect there to be too much in that. He's got nice credentials and never runs a bad race. Gusta Sissimo. I just think he's too short. He might be a very promising horse. I'll let him tell me that today. Uh, but he goes in and contemporary looks very well fancied, uh, doesn't he? Uh, did enough first up and fits uh, right in here uh, at the top of the chances. But uh, 3 four, ten, and 5
1: Yeah, I'm also coming home with number three, with your blessing, Three, ten, five, 5, and 4. Again, I think it's a race with four key hopes, and he's the biggest odds. So in his corner, I thought he was great first up. uh, He's generally a pretty consistent horse. that He maps, he had a lovely run just in behind what should be a a pretty truly run race. So no excuses with Josh Parr sticking. 10, Gusto Sissimo. How good is he? We don't really know yet. Uh, I don't think he's been fully tested in two runs back this time in, but he's been dominant on both occasions. Got control. He won't get control here. It's just whether those Kensington leaders have been flooded over the past month or so on that firm track. Potentially has to bring that now to a different surface and in better company. But if he wins here, uh, yeah, uh, the future's bright for Gusto Sissimo. Five, Contemporary, if you're making a case for with your blessing, Contemporary has to be in the conversation. Probably wasn't a lot between them there. First up through that same dashing legend form reference. Uh, He got a bit further back in the run and and really caught the eye late. So 1,200 metres second up looks to suit. And the ever-consistent plundering. Uh, Seems like he's been around forever, but he's only had a handful of starts, really nine. Uh, And his record tells you he's very rarely far away. He's trialled up well, he maps well. And I'd be surprised uh, if he wasn't in the finish again. 3, 10, 5 and 4.
0: And Luke Marlow rounds us out in the last With number four plundering on top Four to beat ten, three and five Okay guys, that just brings us to our best in value Firstly to you Duff uh, The best is Caboche in
3: race two, number one Even though uh, the market's saying the stable mate's just as well fancy But I just think he's got the form Kaboch on the back up Just everything looks beautiful for him for me today And the next best is in the last Just because of the price angle is With Your Blessing
1: Or a best bet for me. I didn't necessarily have a best bet. I found a meeting hard to to really nail one down. But if absolutely pressed, I'd probably go five diamonds and Tino. Maybe even Miss Hellfire. Uh, I think she's hard enough to beat. Found the perfect race today. Race three, number one. But I'm very keen on the chance of Dalcini today. So best value, race six, number five. If she's ever going to win a group race, I think today's the day. So yep, give her strength, Dalcini.
0: Okay. Good on you. Thanks guys. Uh, Have a great day. And Pearls, uh, as we come to you, any specials betting activity? Rose Hill.
2: Uh, yeah, well, the best backed runner is the favourite Shangri La Express in the two-year-old race. As far as um, today, bonus bets races one to six run second or third. Flemington, Rose Hill, and Doomban. Yeah, as I said if your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. Get yourself down to the pub excuse to do so, or a tab agency because venue mode exclusive at Rose Hill, Flemington and Doom, but it applies to all races, run second or third, and you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Jockeys Challenge this afternoon, and Tommy Berry is the favourite at $195. Nashua, Willa, $290. dollars you get a Jason Collett, $6, $15, or better for the remaining riders. Uh, Dylan Gibbons heads that market. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Call 1-800-858-858.